Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. I'll let you do it. Yeah. Let me do it. All right. So we got a full episode, full slate today. Full Uh, slate. The main topic will be Iron Man, but we have so many things to talk about uh, because we was off for a whole week uh, because of sickness. Yeah. he had the he had the the dreaded c word, um, that COVID it hit me. Yeah, yeah, it hit you like a like a uh, wrecking ball. No, not it wasn't that bad, but I was very cold and felt like my blood pressure was just going to explode. Oh man! But like I didn't have the main symptoms that other people have. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, so we were we wasn't able to uh, uh, talk about some things, so uh, we are going to do so now. Uh, first thing, let's see. Uh, we got some comments already. Buzz is uh, is Bilfer. We're gonna always just call you Bilfer. Hi, is Bilfer. Why do you change your name? I have so many questions. Congratulations yeah. to the Bengals. All right, since he brought it up. Why not start with uh, Brandon's favorite thing in the world? Who daddy? Brandon, I'm going to let you take it away. See that ring? AFC Championship ring from 1988. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, where do you begin? I mean, like, okay, I, I will say this. I didn't expect them to go to the Super Bowl, obviously, but I thought they could make a run. I, I kind of thought they would be an AFC championship game when they beat KC in week 17. I thought they were going to make a little run. I, mean, I didn't think they were actually going to make the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it, it was emotional, though. I mean, when you are a fan of football, NFL, and your team is considered one of the worst franchises in the history of the league, and you finally get there again after 33 years, I think. And I was like five. Last time they were there, so it was a very special moment. Uh, I sh- I've shared things where people are literally crying and all that. He's the biggest troll on the internet. <laughs> all right, well, you know uh, what? I can see it. <laughs> no, no, uh, but we appreciate your uh, your watching us. So yeah, but uh, yeah, go continue saying what you're saying. I'm sorry. I just uh, it was a. Like each game was a big moment. Like I, I got emotional each game. So, but I he mean, says also God bless Joe Barrels. Yes, I have no Without idea. him, it wouldn't be anything. I mean, truly, he's he's like he's money in big games. He's never lost a big game. Big game, Joe. Yeah, he's never lost. So that's good. I mean, going into the Super Bowl, that's the biggest game you could have in your career. So. I'm actually pulling for them. I'm pulling for yeah. uh pulling for them. They're underdogs. They've been underdogs all year. I mean, uh, they, some people thought they would lose to the Raiders. So I mean, they, you know, it is what it is. But no, I couldn't. I can't really put in words what it meant. I mean, as a lifelong fan, you know, the worst team of the '90s. I mean, that's not just a slogan. That's it's very true. They were a laughing stock. So um, I can't put it into words. It was just I was emotional when it happened. I you messaged me like a lot of people messaged me as like congratulating me and all that. 
even my friend Cody was like, you okay? <laughs> You're not responding. Because <laughs> I didn't check my phone. I was so emotional. I, I didn't check the phone for like 30 minutes. So I was like, it was, it was a big deal. It was a, a big moment. Uh, Man, I I'm very proud of them. Win or lose, I'm very proud that they got here. They, they made it to the Super Bowl. When, hey, yeah. No one can take that away from them, whether they win or lose. Yeah. This, this is a team that was – the first time I really heard of them is with uh, what, Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. Uh, when he was with them. Uh, Early 2000s. Yeah. Was uh, Pac-Man Jones with them as well at one point? Yeah, he was with them their last playoff run. Uh, last few playoff runs they had uh, – one and done, of course, but <laughs> he was, yeah, he was there with them. But yeah, uh, nevertheless, I'm super proud of him. And who they? I'm, I'm actually rooting for it. That's who I'm rooting for. All right, next topic uh, Roy Rumble. So last week, me and a uh, few friends, um, being my buddy Joey and uh, Seth, the Maple Leaf Monster, the Duke, we, uh, we went to um, St. Louis to the Royal Rumble oh, uh, halftime show. We ruined the Super Bowl. Uh, I have no idea who's in the halftime show. Remember Hush Mazada? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hush Mazada. Okay, I have no idea what any of that means. DJ. But uh, nevertheless, we went to the Royal Rumble, uh, which was a fun experience. Uh, you know, uh, being at a live show. Now, our seats was uh, fairly – it was in the 400 section. Uh, WWE has this weird thing they do now, uh, come to find out from uh, live shows, where they put this weird light in the midst of their, like, you know, their uh, light um, hanging stuff uh, by, by the ring, you know, but mm-hmm. it shines on the audience, supposed to be. But yeah. it, the where it shines, it, like it, – blinds the screen so you can't see what's going on in the screen so a lot of people was looking at a different monitor in order to watch the uh watch the royal rumble uh and also the sign caught fire while we were the wrestling caught fire <laughs> which was interesting you know, i noticed them lowering it and i'm like oh there's sparks coming out of the out of the star so okay and so, and I talked to a guy uh, right before we left. It, it was like, yeah, he was sitting there. He's like, yeah. So, uh, hot plastic fell on us, you know, fire, fiery plastic fell on us. So, I'm like, well, you might want to sue WWE. And he's like, well, I am a lawyer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But um, uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, there's a guy that we didn't know named we we nicknamed him Duggan because he wore a hacksaw Jim Duggan college football jersey. This guy cut in line in front of everyone at the uh, meet and greet for Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett, and he went back in lines for a second. He, this guy, we don't like this guy. And then, like, he actually made it on Monday Night Raw. You can see him in the audience uh, during the Edge stuff. So, yeah, yeah, we don't like this guy. You don't like Duggan. We don't like Duggan. Not not the real Duggan, but this Duggan. This yeah. Duggan, I got, I got hate with Duggan. Um, but yeah, no, so overall, what did you think of the show being there live? I mean, what did you think? Um, I was surprised by well, I wasn't surprised by uh, um, Mickey James. I, I kind of know some stuff and, and I know some people, so uh, and plus, I think it was kind of public knowledge that she was going to be there. 
but I was surprised by Shaming Man. That actually shocked me. I didn't see that coming. So I, it was a we gave him a, a big pop. Uh, I I wanted the Brock Lesnar and um, Bobby Lashley match to be better because um, I I like both. I like I'm a Brock guy. The Swerve with uh with uh the Swerve uh, nobody saw coming. Like with Heyman, it was it was good. It was a good swerve uh, where he turned heel on, uh, uh, you know, Brock. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the ladies, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I don't – I'm not big with Charlotte Flair, so I don't know. Although she Rumble. didn't win, but, yeah, I wasn't really – Yeah. I like the Brock match until Roman shows up. Mm. It's just WWE uh, Vince McMahon booking. Usually when the match gets interesting, it's usually when he ends it. It's just how he's been the last, I would say, 20 years. I just, like, my favorite match was Seth and Roman. thought it was great until the ending. Eminem and Snoop are doing the halftime show. It is the weirdest combination. I enjoy I will. I will probably watch, not Snoop, Eminem. Um, I didn't really listen to Snoop Dogg, so I don't. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't really know his music. There's like 99% chance that Snoop's going to be high during the... Oh, there's a 100% chance. <laughs> I know that much about him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but no. Uh, no. Ultimate, ultimately, the Royal Rumble, um, you know, wasn't bad. Brock, when Brock came in, we knew that Brock... Also, Bad Bunny. Stop stop with this Bad Bunny thing. Who, nobody cares. Uh, like, I didn't mind Johnny Knoxville, although from where I was sitting... I thought he was just pasty white, but he was actually wearing a white suit, like the uh, yeah. the greatest American hero gimmick. Uh, like that's what he was doing. But yeah, I mean, I didn't mind Johnny Knoxville. I couldn't really tell it was him. But when his music came, uh, there's a pop for it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's. I'm assuming Bad Bunny's going to do something at WrestleMania as well. But he it's going to be Johnny and Sami Zayn, obviously. Yeah. And Johnny's going to win, and you know, but. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like the Lesnar match. It just they could have done so much more with him too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know, I, was, I didn't I was, like. I wanted to, there's some people I wanted to see, but I didn't see. Like I, yeah. I, I wanted um, to see uh, Ashka. I don't know if she's injured. I yeah. haven't seen. I haven't been watching, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched either. And like, I don't I know some of these people. Yeah, I didn't know a lot of people that was in the ladies into me, and I was like, I have no idea. I think the last people. one I watched was because we were going to review it was the Royal Rumble of last year. That's the last time I watched. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I didn't like it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, overall, I didn't like the show, but yeah. I know it's different live. Because I remember going to WrestleMania 27 and enjoying the show live. But you go back and watch it, it's not that great. Yeah. But it's a different experience live. Yeah, it is a different experience. Um, I didn't mind it. I, lo- I like just the energy of the crowd. We was chanting, turn the light off. <laughs> so you might, I don't know if it picked up uh, on I, the. Uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, we, we kept chanting, turn the light off, you know, because uh, they just kept the light on. Uh, but yeah, I was, man, it was good. I was there with two wrestlers, two pro wrestlers. Uh, on any scene, but it's fun just to watch it, and all three of us were just watching as fans, marking out, and it was just fun to do that. And uh, and you know, they said they saying to me, 
um, they're saying, man, there's like, it's you never feel like you're too big or too whatever to not be a fan of, of wrestling to to not yeah. you know because some people they don't want to like they they're gonna act like well shoot I'm here whatever but no I loved it and then uh, I want to talk about real quick the uh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, and Eric Bischoff uh, and and Conrad man it was really cool to go to that podcast uh, you know that's very inspirational uh, just made me get me more excited about our podcast um it just uh it was fun uh eric bischoff he kept calling me uh he kept calling me hot rod because i was wearing a hot rod shirt uh rod yeah. Piper shirt. he said all right well you got hot rod because i asked the question and uh and uh and i asked i want to ask something that was like that jeff jared would get now i knew not everybody would know so i asked um uh jared jeff jared uh does he have any good or crazy uh gypsy joe stories and uh, eric bishop says i have no idea who that is uh but jeff jared is like yeah i know Je- i know jeff and he started talking about uh some of the history of gypsy joe uh and so it was a really cool thing that it, uh and they told me that i asked a really good question man so it was really cool uh so I, i'm happy that i got to meet uh jeff jared uh ain't i great <laughs> you know they got and uh, and uh, Eric Bischoff. You know which Eric Bischoff uh, is. He he helped he helped bring the attitude there in WWE. You know, in a sense, he helped uh, he helped uh, spark the Monday Night Wars. Uh, he helped uh, Hogan turn heel and give us Hollywood Hogan. Like the guy yeah. really uh, blazed the trail. Uh, and I don't think that he gets as much re- love and respect that he should. So uh, I'm a I'm, no, I'm about Bischoff. So it's more like credit him. for ruining WCW and TNA <laughs> these days than you know. He, talk, he talked about that. He talked about Dixie Carter and uh, and uh, the issues with Dixie Carter. So it was fun. It was a fun little pod- podcast, uh, like like that I went to. But uh, yeah, yeah um, anything else you want to say before we move to the next topic? Um, no, not really. I mean, I was just curious more about what you thought of it, you know, because I mean, I thought it was an, it was an okay show. Uh, but you know, I, I was very disappointed with the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, we all were. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Uh, next topic of discussion before we get to some fun stuff for him. Uh, I'm a part of a Music City Film Critics Association. Uh, and we had our awards this past uh, last week, I believe, or a week before. And so I want to mention the winners and uh, and uh, get Brandon's response to these films. So the best picture that we voted for best picture was The Power of the Dog. Now, Brandon, I know that you didn't really care for that film. Your response? Uh, I'm a little... A little surprised uh maybe i need to watch it again i I just i thought that you know it was good performances but i just i don't know maybe i just need to watch it again maybe i i missed a whole lot apparently because everybody talks about how great it is and i just thought it was a snooze fest for the most part (laughs) i I got more i got more for you uh the jim ridley uh award is an award that uh celebrates you know 
uh, act like film. It's just like giving them props. And it's Old Henry one. Did you watch Old Henry? I don't think so. Okay. All Who's right. in uh, it? Uh, oh, uh, Matt Carter says, hey, Aaron, Goldberg will return possibly fight for the belt. I hope not. He is, sadly. He's going to lose, though. I'm over Goldberg. Roman. I'm past the whole nostalgia. Hey, get me. To, if it isn't Steve Austin coming out to stun someone, I really don't care at this point. You know, get like like that's the only person I want to see. Um, oh, uh, 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 Bilfer says, uh, "Power of the dog nap." So he he agrees with you. Oh, Henry is amazing. Uh, and then all right. So <clears throat> next, best director. Jane uh, Campion uh, for The Power of the Dog. Uh, best actor, Nicholas Cage. Pig. Really? He won really? Pig. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked at that one, too. Even though I thought he was great in it, I just shocked people are going to give Cage love in 2022. We gave Cage love. We, we, gave, we gave him love. Best actress, Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. She did it. I agree with that. I really do. She lost her. Wait a second. Who who got best actor? Nick? Beat yeah. Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> what? Be Will. Um, no, 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 no. There's no way. That's, that's what we're saying. All right. And uh, the best supporting actor, Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Brandon, it's all over this, man. It, it feels like it's all over. Uh, like this Power of the Dog got everything just about. Uh, best supporting actress and Dowd for Mass, which yeah, I, I didn't see that one. So, um, either best young actor Jude Hill for Belfast. Um, I uh, like Belfast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean, I like the movie. I, I, I can't really see, I don't know. Like best supporting, well, the best actress, young actress. Yeah, young I was actress. surprised that didn't go to the girl from uh, Mackenzie. Well, we. Well, actually, yeah, I feel you. I, I voted for her, but she did not win. All right, uh, best young actor is uh, like I said, Jude Hill. Best young actress is M- uh, Amelia Jones for Coda, um, which I is a, I don't, a film I don't about. Uh, she's the only hearing person in her family. And everybody else in their family's death. Um, oh. It's an Apple TV original movie. Um, best actress, uh, best acting ensemble is The Harder They Fall. Yeah, I could see that. That's some good, that was some really good acting in that movie. Yeah. See, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I thought that was a really good uh, ensemble. Best music film, Tick, Tick, Boom. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it. All right, best animated film, The Mitchells versus the Machines. I mean, it's up there for me, but I, you I thought, think it was, you better, thought it was better. I thought Encanto was better. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, really did. Mass is about a school shooting parent and talking. Oh, okay. Mm, that's grim. Harder They Fall was fun. Absolutely. Tick, tick, who dat? What? Or maybe Tick Tick Who Day. I love Luca. He, so he enjoyed Luca. Uh, let's see. Um, 
uh, where it was oh best documentary summer of so which I thought Val should have won. Um, yeah, that's the only documentary I saw, so my vote would have been with Val. <laughs> uh, best that was great though. That really yeah. was. Best international film, Drive Me, Drive My Car. Uh, best screenplay, The Power of Dog. Best original song, No Time to Die from No Time to Die. And uh, let's see, this is I'm gonna finish it up, and if you have any comments, just let me know. Best score, Hans Zimmer, Dune. Um, I, well, I mean, I agree with that. Really, I mean, it was a great score. So, um, best sound, Dune. Uh, best shocked cinema. the Quiet Place Part Two didn't win. Me they too. Didn't. Me too. Uh, well, uh, hold on for your horses, buddy. Uh, best uh, best cinematography, Tragedy of Macbeth. I haven't uh, seen it. I didn't watch that one. Uh, the best production design is Dune. Um, best editing, Last Night in Soho, which should have won. Uh, I thought they had great editing. Um, and then best comedy film is Licorice Pizza. Um, That's a comedy? Yeah, I guess so. It looks uh, like a drama from the trailers. And then uh, last two things. Best horror film. Quiet oh. Place 2. I can't agree with that, but I want it. Uh, actually, uh, Malignant to win because I yeah. thought that was the best horror movie I saw last year. Yeah, I, to me, that was the best. Uh, but I mean, Quiet Place Part 2 is up there. I mean, uh, last, last thing best action film Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, I mean, there's no disputing that. I mean, I can't. I don't think anything even came close. Spencer's score is my favorite. So he liked to score for Spencer. Uh, Fuzz Aldrin. I'm gonna, I actually like that name. It's actually fun. Um, where is No Way Home? That's where No Way Home is. Best action. Um, but, uh, yeah. Any final thoughts on this before we move to our next topic? We're getting closer and closer to Iron Man. I'm shocked that Spielberg didn't win anything or, you know. That story? You thought that is yeah. the best musical? It was the best musical I saw, which I didn't see Tick, Tick, Boom. So, I mean, that's a Netflix film, right? Yeah, you can see it now, can't you? I can see it now, but I didn't see it in 2021. So, um, um, But because yeah. I thought the musical, I thought it was, the score was great. I thought the music was great. I thought the story was great. I thought the whole movie was great. Thought Spielberg did an amazing job. I was expecting West Side Story to win something. <laughs> Regardless, you know. Yeah, it didn't. But uh, maybe next year, uh, some Spielberg might make another movie and we'll win. Uh, moving on to Brandon's Cobra Kai thoughts. Because I saw Cobra Kai uh, season four, right? Is that what yep. we're on? Um, which... I think by far is the best season of Cobra Kai. You think four is the best? Yeah, I think four is the best. I think, well, uh, I think that it had some slowness and it had some moments that kind of made me mad. You know, as far as like, like it is the Johnny Lawrence and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Danny, uh, uh, Daniel, um, uh, you know, it's there like them not really wanting to work together and, and ultimately not doing what I thought they was going to do with the setup of the of the end of three. 
And so yeah. that's where that's my biggest disappointment. But I thought that, I expected that. I mean, just their whole history. <laughs> I was like, when's it gonna blow up? What episodes is it actually gonna blow up? <laughs> I thought though it happened too soon. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they seemed like they were at odds from the get-go, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they you know, but uh I enjoyed it. I just you had them fight again, like a true fight. And he didn't have a winner, and I didn't like that. You gotta have a winner, and I expect that's how this show's gonna end with him fighting like a Rocky Three style ending. You don't actually see who wins, but they will have a fight. Final. I thought it was a fun fight scene, though. Uh, it was fun. Good. I just we want a winner. Come on. <laughs> um, what do you think about Crease? Not Crease, but what do you think about uh, uh, oh. what's the guy's name? Silver. Silver. Terry. Isn't he? Isn't he like the ultimate bad guy? Doesn't yes, he? Yes, he is. And for most of this season, he's he's not trying to be that guy, or you think he's not. And I honestly don't think he was trying to be that guy for mm-hmm. most of the season. I think he was he changed, and but Crease kept pushing, <laughs> and ultimately he got the old Terry Silver back. He woke a sleeping giant. Yeah, he woke up a sleeping giant. I thought Thomas did a great job playing Silver this season. Uh, he's one of my favorite parts of the show. One of them. I mean, he just he's so amazing in the role still. And when he turns that switch and goes completely evil again, it, I think it works better than it did in Karate Kid 3, honestly. I think that was the highlight of Karate Kid 3 was how he played Silver and getting in Daniel's head. Which is what I was expecting more of. I was expecting him to get in Daniel's head. And they didn't really have much interaction this season. So, but it, I know it's coming. But um, I thought it was, I thought he did a great job. But I will say, that, okay, go ahead. You know, my favorite story arc in this whole show this season was <laughs> Anthony LaRusso and Kenny. What, what happened there? I, I loved all the twists that went on along with that because you felt for Kenny for like what the first eight or nine episodes. And then that final episode, Oh my God, he just turned that Johnny switch from the original karate kid. And, mm-hmm. and Anthony became Daniel in, in that moment. And uh, I was like, I was like, finally, Daniel's going to truly become Miyagi. Yeah. He'll become what Miyagi was to him with Anthony. And I, I can't wait for it. Cause you yeah. know, it's got to happen. Yeah, despite that, what he's got his what he's got going on with Silver, he don't even know about Crease yet. So, um, you know, that was my actual favorite story arc. Uh, remind me of who Kenny was. He was the the little little kid that got uh, a little black kid mentored by Robbie. Oh yeah, the the one is bullied. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like he he ultimately became like. Yeah, like Johnny. Yeah, he's he like, became Johnny, and he end. actually became worse than Johnny. Actually, I think because he's like, because you know we, uh, the thing about this show is it makes you feel so much more sympathetic towards uh, Johnny, even Crease, even Silver for that matter. In some points, because you know uh, he reluctantly became uh, became the guy that he, but he he relishes living being that villain, that super villain. And that was and and his goal has always been his goal. Even even in Karate Kid Three, his goal was to uh, 
start like a chain of uh, Cobra Kai's. Yeah. He just picked that back up. He's like, I'm going to do this. But um, yeah. But he was also going about the right way, you know, until the end. <laughs> then he became Terry, old Terry, and he, he didn't and then, care. What do you think? He that, wanted uh, to win the right way. He wanted to truly help kids like they apparently wanted in the original. I'm curious to know what, what sent Crease off originally. What, what made him turn? I, I'm curious to really know because they haven't really explored what's made him so dark. But I, I don't know how you felt about it, but I felt weird watching Crease have compassion. <laughs> you um, know? <laughs> I didn't feel weird about it. Um, I just felt like he uh, he did a great job with uh, becoming this uh, like like he never took it in, in consideration his actions on Johnny. Yeah. And so and so when Johnny kind of let him know, hey, well, you did this to me. You you know sweep the land. You you made me, you know, uh, and and so Chris started kind of like seeing, oh man, I because Crease looks at Johnny like his son. Yeah. You know, ultimately, uh Crease looks at Johnny as that's my boy, that's my son. And that and that, and that's why uh Silver says your soft spot, your weak your weakness is Johnny Lawrence, you know. Yeah. Uh because Johnny is what well, not only was Johnny his star pupil, but Johnny was like the closest thing that we all we know from now Crease has to his son. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, but it was just kind of it was kind of weird watching him because you you know him the Karate Kid films, plus his time on the show, just being evil. You know, it's just to see him have compassion for somebody, you know, an opponent. It was it was kind of weird <laughs> to see mm -hmm. that. But I thought Martin did. I thought Martin's done an incredible job mm -hmm. all the way through this whole journey. Uh, you know, being the main bad guy, and but Terry kind of came along, and you know, he stole the spotlight in three, and he had a lot of time in this season, which I, I didn't expect. I didn't know if they were gonna bring him in from the get go, and he was in the opening scene and everything. So uh, I, I love the show, though. I mean, I love this season, and uh, I can't say where it is. Like, it's just it's an incredible journey. It's it really is. What's but I look on? everything that's coming. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, sorry. I mean, I'm very excited about it. like Chosen's back. That's why I was trying. That's trying. That's why I'm trying to get the words out. I'm gonna have to ask you, man. What's your <laughs> thoughts on Chosen uh, coming back for season five? I don't like. I kind of understand it, but I really don't like. But I'm glad he's there. It's. I don't know. It's. Do you think it's forced any? Like, just I don't know. I, you know, I, I mean, I keep saying, I know people hate this. I know you'll hate this. I got. I I, I want to see Hillary Swank pop up because yeah, I don't want to see me, that. For me, for me, <laughs> that's the completion of Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. That's the last time we saw Miyagi. In, uh, I, in, in I think in she's gonna movie. pop up though. I think she'll pop up probably last season. You know. Yeah, I mean, but you know, obviously, I think to bring Chosen back, I think you're obviously bringing Mike Barnes back. I, I know some people think he's going to end up being Miguel's father. I don't. I think he's just. I think 
Terry's going to call up on him. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna I just don't him. know if he's going to be a villainous character or if he's going to be redeemable. I don't, I don't know that, but I definitely think he will be with Cobra Kai at the at some point yeah. next season, helping Terry. Um, and I kind of wonder about uh, Kreese's character. Will how much involvement will he be in next season? I mean, will um, he basically take the whole season off or make a cameo or something. I'm curious. Well, I'm also curious about Johnny when he finds out what happened to Kreese because he don't know nothing. <laughs> he won't know for a good while either. We gotta get past Cobra Kai now. We, I, know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this ain't what this is. We ain't about Cobra Kai today, man. But we're about Iron Man review. Uh, reviewing Iron Man, Tony Stark. Um, all right, uh, let's see. <laughs> but yeah, as interesting thoughts on Cobra Kai. Um, but yeah, I noticed. I was like, man, we gotta, we gotta keep it moving. Um, <laughs> so Iron Man. After being held captive in an Afghan cave, billionaire engineer Tony Stark creates a unique weaponized suit of armor to fight evil. Uh, starring Robert Downey Jr. as the man himself, Tony Stark, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts, for the one time only, Terrence Howard as Rhodey, because he would be replaced in the next next movie. Um, the excellent Jeff Bridges as Obadiah Stane. Um, yeah. And then uh, 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 Sean Tobe as Jensen, which I want to mention him. There's other people, Agent Coulson. There's other folks to, to mention, but mainly uh, those are the ones. You got your numbers. Yeah. It got a, a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Metacritic actually gives it a 79. It's got a 94 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 91. So it's, it's very certified fresh here. This is the first official uh, MCU yep. film. Um, I want to say first official MCU film because uh, uh, Iron Man came out in 2008. Yeah. Uh, Hulk uh, came out with, uh, a few months later. I believe it's saying, uh, yeah, 2008 Incredible Hulk. Um, so I actually yeah, saw Hulk before I saw Iron Man, but you know what's funny is they don't, I don't think they consider the Incredible Hulk part of the MCU, even though, even though we have, uh, you know, Fury pop up at the end, the uh, you know, end credit of um, Iron Man pops up too. Well, not Iron Man, but Tony Stark pops up in the end credit scene. Really? Yeah. I, see, I hadn't seen that so long. I don't even think I own. I don't own that one, so I don't know what we'll do. I don't know what we'll do when we get to that. Will we ever get to that, or are we gonna skip over that one? It's nuts, Darren. Oh, well, I gotta find a way to find it. Um, you have it. Do it. Is, is it in the collection? collection? Remember? There? Yeah, it's in there. Okay. Well, okay. I got it then. I didn't know I had it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I didn't because I like you know, man. We, yep. We'll talk about it. We'll get there. But this one, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, obviously, of course, this movie makes you like Iron Man. 
it becomes everybody's one not not everybody's but some people's favorite uh superhero uh because of this film because i think that robert downey jr um he he breathes life into this character and makes it his own like like you literally can't think of no one else or see anyone else playing iron man in my opinion than robert downey when i think robert downey jr i immediately think iron man kind of like what i did with christopher reeves with superman i immediately think yeah they're connected but you know you're gonna get a new iron man i know in a multitude of I, I ain't mad at that but still that'd be fun but if it, you know you know what i mean yeah Both i mean he's always gonna be considered the iron man i mean no matter what they do moving forward uh you know robert Downey jr is always gonna be considered the real iron man i mean that's mm-hmm. No, any way about that. I mean, and it, it should be that way. Do you consider he, Toby Hooper the real Spider-Man? Toby Hooper? Did you just say Hooper? No, Hooper. Toby McGuire. McGuire. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. <laughs> hey, man, I haven't slept. Um, so there you go. Uh, Toby yeah. McGuire. Do you consider... Uh, yeah, I consider him the real Spider-Man. Um, that's just me, though, you know. I mean, he's the first... Live action Spider Man. I mean, I think, I think uh, a lot of people, can, you know, the first time you see that actor playing that character on on the big screen or wherever, you know, whatever you see it on, you consider them the real character. That's true. Just like um, it, it, with Batman, it's it's iffy because what was the first guy that played him? Uh, you mean uh, Adam West? Yeah, some people consider Adam West the the real Batman. Some consider Michael Keaton. I'm a Michael Keaton guy, but that's how I. But yeah, you I agree. That's how you. I came to know Batman as yeah, Michael Keaton. I had never watched the the show, uh, so my only curiosity to that show would have been to watch Bruce Lee, you know, in it because I know he was in it a couple seasons. I have no idea. You didn't know that? Uh, no. I don't know who Riri Williams is. Uh, reports I hear, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I heard I heard Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, but, but uh, which I'll be fine. Um, but nevertheless, Iron Man. Uh, so the thing that he is able to create a, a, a arc reactor in a in a cave. Yeah, scraps is what Obadiah says. Um, Obadiah is such a good bad guy. Uh, Jeff Bridges is such a great actor. Uh, I don't think people give him as enough praise, man. This guy, they don't. They don't. This guy's excellent. I love. Like I've yet to really see Jeff Bridges in a film that I didn't really care for. Like I've never seen Tron, but uh, and I heard that people didn't like Tron or Tron Returns or whatever. But um, but I mean, I like Jeff Bridges. Uh, I like. I loved him in True Grit. I loved him in uh, uh, The Big Lebowski. Uh, yeah, he's just I like Starman, just like I like Jeff, I like Jeff Bridges. Yeah, the, the first film that I really that I always go back to, which I don't think it did very well, it was in the 90s. It's called Arlington Road with Tim Robbins. And I remember that movie, he was the dad, wasn't he? That film itself, that performance, both performances actually, but it stuck with me with Jeff Bridges that performance and I mean I've seen a lot of his films and you know he's just 
Tim Robbins generational talent. Like they say that with athletes, but he really is. Like he's he's so good. And if he he seem he comes off like he does it with little to no effort. Mm-hmm. No, you know, some actors can do that. I, I think Denzel's one that does that. I think Tom Hanks can do that. I put Jeff Bridges up there with them. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he's as good as them, but it just seems effortless with him. I love him. I oh, think he's a great choice. We're gonna disagree with uh uh Fuzz Aldrin in this. He says Jeff Bridges was terrible in RIPD. Actually, Doug RIPD. I, like, it's, 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 I know it's known as a terrible film, but I absolutely enjoyed it because it has Jeff Bridges, who I like, and, and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Like. Yeah, so and them two playing off each other. I thought it was going to be a new series, almost like um, Men in Black. Like, like, yeah, I, thought it was I think be that's what it was going for. I, I, I actually liked prefer, it. in that movie, I prefer Jeff Bridges over Ryan Reynolds. So we disagree, Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, I disagree with you on there. Like I said, like I said before, is I've yet to see really a movie with Jeff Bridges in it that I didn't like, or at least didn't like his performance. Like in, in my opinion, he steals the scenes in um in um True Grit as Rooster. Uh, yeah, I thought although the girl who as he grow grew into like the chick from Hawkeye, um she did an excellent job as well. She's as a newcomer in that film, but man, you, you working alongside and she held her own really well with Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. You work with some really good talent in that movie. Matt Damon's in that movie. Uh, Josh Brolin, Josh Barry Brolin. Pepper shows up. I mean, there's a lot of talent in that movie and you know, but yeah, Jeff Bridges. And in my opinion, this is probably sacrilegious to say, <laughs> But he outperforms John Wayne. Now I've seen the original True Grit. John Wayne's good in it. It's like I don't give him credit a lot of times. I, I think he was a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. Now, that's also sacrilegious to say. But I just, but he was really good in True Grit. And uh, but I felt Jeff Bridges was better. And we agree that Jeff Bridges is a very underrated actor. And in this film, Jeff Bridges is Obadiah. Like you knew when Jeff Bridges was on the scene, you're like, oh, he's gonna be the villain. Like without even knowing, just with like, the bald head. Yeah, just the bald, the bald head. head and like, yeah, and just him like kind of looking down and the, like the the um, Time magazine cover with him looking down and there's Earth. I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's the villain. Um, and uh, but he's uh he was supposedly um. Oh, I was gonna say Wayne Enterprises, not, but he—he he was supposedly uh, Stark's, uh, uh, the father Stark, um, Wayne Stark. What's his name? What's his first name? I don't. You know what I'm talking about? We should. I know you're talking about because we watched Captain America, First so, Avenger. Yeah. Um, which I can't think of his first name. But yeah. Oh, Billford. Billford got us. I bet you that's him saying the name. Uh, no, nah, he's talking about John Wayne. John Wayne and the Chinese drinking buddy. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, Howard Howard Stark. Thank you. There you go. I, I knew he had my back in our back rather. Uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, he. So they were supposed to be friends, but 
I, I wonder if there's a deeper backstory there is that, is that he maybe stared um, Stark in the industries into the direction where it went as being like into weapons and stuff like that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not his, because we know from like Captain America, uh, well, yeah, Captain America and things like that, that um, Howard Stark wasn't, um, wasn't a, um, you know, wasn't that type of guy. Yeah. So I wondered that they capitalized on his death and uh, steered steered the country, the uh, you know business into that direction. So could have, or you know, I like I don't really remember. I know he gets brought back in few in the future mm-hmm. films, uh, but I don't really remember the when that direction took. I don't know if it was after his death or. Something happened before, but he didn't seem like the greatest guy from uh, Tony's point of view. <laughs> but I love that moment, though, where Tony, like when he comes back and the first thing he says, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah. A press conference. But well, if you get a cheeseburger, man, don't get Burger King. Why, why get Burger King? Go somewhere else. Well, what's wrong with Burger King? Burger King's trash. Trash? Unless y'all want to uh, sponsor this, then yeah, I was I was saying to y'all the look at you sucking up now. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it's so, that burger's butt right there. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that's the only way you're gonna get me to eat a Whopper. You pay me. I love their Whoppers. I love Burger King. So I so, got you back, Burger King. Yeah. I like but, uh, it. But you also like the uh, Bengals, but hey, it paid off for you. And they're in the Super Bowl, Aaron. <laughs> now what? Say something now. <laughs> I was just playing with you, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the uh, so he he's in the cave. He gets uh, for those that don't know, obviously he gets bam bombarded and uh, he gets shrapnel going to his chest, and uh, uh, a doctor uh, saves his life, which mm-hmm. um, uh, Yinsen. Which I, I thought that uh, when Yinsen dies, um, I thought that that kind of motivated uh, Tony to like even more. Like I, th- I think Tony yeah. was really close to this guy, you know. Well, I think the whole just the whole experience, what he went through, changed his whole perspective of what he was actually doing and how he was aiding wars. Fuzz Aldrin, you're my guy. I agree. Wendy's yeah. gives me gives me headaches. I don't know what it is about that chick, but she gives me headaches. Oh man, <laughs> you, you rather hang with Burger Kings than Wendy's? I, I like Wendy's. I like it, but it does it makes me sick more so than McDonald's, and I don't know why. But I All prefer right. it over McDonald's. Wendy's Actually, I would say Wendy's is my second favorite, but it just it just Brandon, gives me headaches. Calm yes. down, calm down. I'm fine, man. I'm excited. Let Get me back. be excited. All right, go, go back. Uh, what were you saying though? About Burger King or Wendy's? <laughs> About Iron Man, man. About oh, I just think friends uh, in the cave. Like he got accused early on in aiding the war, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was a prick. He was a bit of a prick, and and, and he's cocky and he's arrogant. And but going through what he went through. I think it changed his whole perspective and he realized 
that reporter was actually right. He was aiding in this war. He was helping the enemies, not just us, but he's helping our enemies. And um, so he, I felt that whole experience changed his whole outlook on it. And he wanted to become a better person and not aid in war. He wanted to become a hero. I, I truly believe that. Gold stars. We don't have either one of these, so we don't know. Yeah, we don't. I don't. I want to try the Skyline Chili just because of everything I've heard about it. I've heard, I've heard good things. Now, Wendy's has chili, but uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Seriously? But, uh, Wendy's is not part of the topic here. You're stuck on bad. Wendy's. My bad. <laughs> Adam Sandler likes Wendy's. And, uh, and, uh, what's that? The, Texas this, Roadhouse has good chili, though. Who? Texas Roadhouse. I've never been. But anyway. Um, <laughs> So his suit, like like the the precursor Iron Man suit that he made that Obadiah later steals and uh, revamps, um, it do you feel like it's kind of like the prototype of the uh, the Hulk uh, the Hulk's suit that he had, yeah, kind, of, kind of bulky, that big, yeah. you know. It kind of. I wouldn't even thought about that if you hadn't brought it up because. You know, we haven't gotten that far into it. Yeah, <laughs> but, I just I thought about it when I was watching it. I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of the Hulk, uh, the Hulk suit that he had, so he can like fight the Hulk, the Hulkbuster. Hulk That's Buster, what uh, Fuzz Aldrin says. Oh well, I'm glad. Can you not pop them up on the screen when they come? Try. It. Uh, no, it won't let me. I, I can just. I... You're in control of it, not me. Uh, I, I can give you <laughs> You can have it. No. Uh, but so, so because I don't want it to go over an hour. So let's move forward. So, Tony uh, and Brody. So, why do you think? So, do you like Don Cheadle more than. Nope. I don't. You like, you like Terrence Howard? I like more than Terrence Howard's uh, portrayal as Brody better. He seems really? more important. He seems very, he seems more important. Oh boy. What is it? My battery's dying somehow. Oh, I don't know well. how. I charged it before I came on. Yeah. Well, well, that just means we need to wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, obviously, Iron Man creates the suit. And, um, and the whole thing at the end of the movie is um, he was going to keep his identity a secret, but he just go, flat out says, I'm Iron Man. And, uh, and yeah. you know, which is great because, you know, uh, he's that superhero that's not afraid to, you know, let people know who he is, which we learn later on in the other films. He sort of regrets it because of yeah. implications for the people they love. But he didn't he didn't think that way. He was just he's a, he's a sporadic person. Like he didn't go with the plan to say I'm Iron Man, but. See, Uncle Ben had the right. Great power comes with great responsibility. You know, it's it's not just a little slogan there. I mean, that's it's, it's true. Uh, what the heck? I don't know you. I don't know what that means. Uh, Fuzz, you know that person. Terrence Howard is more polished. Oh, he's gone. So, uh, Brandon's gone. His battery died. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my, <laughs> my thoughts on the film. 
so I absolutely enjoyed uh, Iron Man. I thought it was uh, one of the best uh, uh, of the Marvel films. But it's not my favorite of the Marvel films, but it's actually one of the best. And it kind of gets your blood pumping, ready to go to the rest of them. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it uh, five stars out of five. Uh, I'm going to see if Brandon is able to tell me his uh, marks. He, his laptop died. Her <laughs> um, marks. Uh, Bilfer, uh, what is your thoughts on Iron Man? I'm going to ask you. Uh, thank you for being part of the podcast, the whole episode. Uh, I absolutely enjoy that. Uh, you're my favorite troll on the internet. So, um, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Uh, uh, let's see. Fuzz says, Iron Man banging hoes and a drunk, not Disney friendly. Really not. He's not Disney friendly. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not Disney friendly. There's no way to spin that. Um, um, he says he's trying to come back via the phone. Um, we'll see if he can come back uh, and see what happens. Uh, oh, let's see. There you go. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, I'm on. My laptop just went dead. I don't know what's. What you need that. in life is an extension cord. But uh, <laughs> true. Right. I was just I I gave it five marks. I tell you uh, that this is uh this is a great uh great entry into the Marvel uh, MCU universe. Um, and it's yeah. not my favorite of the Marvel films, but it's it's up there as uh as a one one of the best ones and um it gets you excited for what's to come later so yeah yeah i, I give it a, a 4.5 um I, I i love robert downey jr's performances tony stark i love jeff bridges as the villain i love the you know the characters chemistry with pepper uh even as you mentioned agent colston i, I love his little character his introduction here mm -hmm. um the action was really great in the last act first two acts it was it wasn't a whole lot going on as far as the action you know they actually took time to tell the story polish tony stark's character so you you, you see him grow as a person and i really like that um I th you know i think it's a great origin story a great launching pad for the mcu so I agree with you. It's not the best one, but I think it is the best Iron Man film. Uh, it is the best Iron Man film. I agree. Yeah, I um, think it is. Um, but yeah, I give it a 4.5. I thought it was a, a great time. I really enjoyed going back and watching because I, I used to not like this movie. I used to not be a big fan of Iron Man in general, but it was good going back and watching it and see the origins of Robert Downey Jr.'s not just his relaunch in Hollywood, you know, redeemed himself as a serious actor, but you know, he launched the MCU, man. 
single-handedly, really, his the character of Iron Man launched this, what we see today, and it's amazing. It's unheard of. And everyone that's yeah. tried to do it since has just made a big old mess. Looking at you, DC. And, <laughs> just a big and, old mess. And also, uh, just before we close, uh, just knowing knowing what happens in the whole MCU uh, universe yeah. and uh, seeing where where he start where Tony Stark started versus where he ends and how how given of himself he is at the end versus how selfish he is at the beginning. Um, yeah. It's like one of the most excellent uh, character uh, arcs, you know, and and yeah. like. The, it tells the whole story, and it's pretty much the whole story of the MCU films. Is pretty much the whole story of Tony Stark. You know, yes, we have Captain America in there, we have other people in there, but Tony, even after Tony's death in um, in uh, Far From Home, um, it's a it's about it's the epilogue to Tony's death. It's like the yeah. story of what is life like post. Iron Man, and uh, and yeah. and the void that his death creates. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's definitely the face of the MCU, um, or was. Uh, I feel like Spider Man's starting to take that mantle, but we'll see. You know, you never know with Sony what they might pull. So we'll see. I agree. Bill Dozer, I agree. Yeah, we agree with that. Uh, Iron Man is yeah. great. Two and three, not so much. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, so next week we're gonna be talking about the Incredible Hulk. I wasn't even aware of this, so that's news to me. Uh, I thought we were ready for <laughs> Iron Man too, <laughs> but yeah. So now that be after Hulk. Incredible Hulk. So I'm assuming you're not. The biggest fan of this movie. <laughs> Your body language said, "I don't really want to talk about it." Kind of like how it was with Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's just it, it's it's a little. Did slow. Edward Norton? Oh, oh you talking about? Oh, you talking, oh, talking about Incredible Hulk? Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's um for me, it's hard for me to really vibe with a film when I know that. They're gonna write off uh, the actor and replace the actor with someone else. It's just like it, it, I, I take no stock in it because he's, you know, ultimately he's not in the dance anyway. So that's just how I feel. It's just me personally. Just like, like that's how I feel. That's why I feel that way about Tor Terrence Howard. But I'm also a Don Cheadle fan. I'm more, I'm more of a fan of Don Cheadle than I am of Terrence Howard. So uh, yeah, but not Does that, that makes sense. I like Terrence Howard though. I think that he's he 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 came a long way from like playing like like slimy sleazy characters to like you know like the I don't know he ends up still playing a slimy sleazy character on uh on Empire so hey I haven't seen not, that but not everything changes I guess um let's see uh, I'm gonna answer one more question then we're gonna close it Incredible Hulk was good that's not so much a question but it's a statement uh. I'll watch it. We'll see. Well, I got to watch it. And uh, I'll see if I like it better. I guess I never really had a good outing with the Incredible Hulk in the, in the independent films. Like, I didn't like the one with Eric uh, Banner or whatever. Uh, yeah, I didn't like I didn't that. Really, I didn't like that one. It had a giant poodle. 
that, that threw me off. Um, and then the, Edward Norton is not so bad. You know, I thought it was, but I, I prefer. I, you know, didn't, I didn't. I hate that they didn't keep Edward in the MCU. Yeah, me I too. I would love to have seen him versus like I'm not a big Mark Ruffalo guy either. But I'm not either. Okay. I don't like. Man, he's face. fine for what he does, but I, I don't know if it's a diss. I apologize if it is. But I don't think he's as strong of an actor as Edward Norton, though. I don't. I really don't. But anybody seen uh, American History X knows that that guy's. Whew, that oh, guy man. makes you hate him but love him. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, and also Fight Club. Jeez, you know he yeah. was able to uh, realistically portray two different characters. Oh, he does, and also so many movies with Edward Norton. We can just go off on the Edward Norton candy. Yeah, but he's really good. He really is. Yeah. But my first uh, film I saw him in was a Richard Gere movie, Primal Fear. Um, yeah, that's why. That's why I said. That's why I mentioned. That's why I was thinking about. That's why I said. And yeah, yeah. Uh, when, yeah. but he was just a young kid. Dude. We can talk about it next now? week. We can talk yeah. about that next yeah. week because uh, we're gonna. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to see what uh, Bill Dozer says. Best MCU movie, not the Avengers, was Captain America First Winter Soldier. I agree. I agree uh, that... I uh, actually may agree that it's the best MCU movie including the Avengers. Uh, I really like Winter Soldier. I, th I think that's an amazing movie. Ooh. But, you know, we can discuss that when we finish what we thought was the actual best movie. 25th Hour of uh, but okay, all right. Well, I haven't seen next, that one, but it's an Ed week, Norton movie. We will be discussing The Incredible Hulk. Until then, Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey. We're the Market Movie Podcasters, and thank you for marking out with us. Peace. <laughs>